Or is that the Thai restaurant? The outdoor. Where, the outdoor. Where the Go indoor. Dog Go used to be, wherever it was. Or Hot Dog, or we have the fucking What Up Dog. What Up Dog? That it? That's it. That's still there. That building? Yeah, that place has a parking garage in it. It does. Yeah, but the parking garage sucks. Oh well, I didn't say it wasn't trick without its tricks. I do the one across the street. I've done that one, but they make you stay until three o'clock Monday through Friday. So there's that little caveat you gotta be aware of when. Yeah, if you're doing the. Uh, if you're out early one day, you get to go watch a movie or pay thirty bucks versus fourteen or whatever it is. Yeah, so that freaking thing. So I, I stayed there. What was it? Thursday night or Friday night? Thursday night. I parked in a Thursday. I parked in there. Fourteen bucks early bird special. You know, got out late. No problem. It's a little bit late. I got to go feed the dog, so I'm kind of in a rush, you know, because I don't like leaving my dog without food. That's always a humanitarian thing. I work thing. late. It's like because I'm the only one home, so so I uh, so I'm, I'm in a bit of a rush. I go and pay my uh, go to pay my pay my bill because I got that automatic machine there. At that time, there's nobody else there, so I pay it. Stick my credit card in. Approved. Hit the button for the receipt. Receipt comes out. My credit card comes out, and no ticket. And I'm like, what the fuck? Now what? Uh-oh. So there's an assistance button. I call the assistance. And the thing's ringing, and the person answers, and they're like, hey, how can I help you? And then the machine spits out my card, right? So I'm like, well, it, it was it was, it was held about on my uh, on my card, and now it's spitting it out. So that should be good. No problem, right? So I hop in the truck, drive up, stick it in the machine. No good. Uh-oh. You still owe money. Yes. So I go back to the machine. I stuck it in reverse and backed out of there before the car got behind me. And uh, whipped it into a spot, jam over there, call assistance. They're like, well, you're probably going to have to pay it, right? So I'm like, okay. So I stuck the credit card in, paid it again. So I paid twice. So You got to pay twice? Yeah. And what, I, went, and I talked to the manager on Friday. No, because it didn't accept the first one. But I had, a cre- I had a receipt that said that I paid it. And the other receipt said I paid it. And it was like within three minutes of each other. So... Right. What a money maker that is for them, huh? So I talked to the manager the next day, and he's like, well, it's going to take eight to ten weeks to get your refund because we got to send it to fucking blah, blah, what? blah. I'm like, well, what? I'm like, let's work something out here, buddy. What time do you get off at? Fuck, yeah. <laughs> you just let me out the gate when I park here one day? <laughs> something, right? Just throw me a bone, bro. So he's uh, so he wasn't there this weekend, and then I rode the motorcycle today, so I didn't see him. So tomorrow's raining. It's supposed to rain in the afternoon, the evening. Hmm. So I was probably going to drive that. But that place closes at a certain time, too. Yes, it does. I've had it where I had to sneak in behind somebody going in the garage, and they were, like, calling the police over. And I'm like, hey, I just got off work. It's 1130 at night. My car's parked downstairs. I'm out of here. They're like, we're going to call the police. I'm like, well, you go right ahead because I'm going to leave because I'm tired. (laughs) I just did a 28-hour day or whatever it was. It was fucking insane. One of those insane day show, you know. Crazy days. 16, 18-hour day, you know. Anyway, enough about work. Lots of motorcycle racing in the last week. Lots of good times there. It was just craziness at Daytona. Bubba Blackwell did his job. Wait till you hear about that one, George. I can't wait. I know, right? I uh, I saw what did I what was I reading up on this weekend? Oh, yesterday I found an article on uh, SB. I forget what the state. Two forty eight or nine or something. No, like that? it's it's up there. It's like ten forty nine or twenty forty nine or something like that. So it has to do with uh, with drug tests in the state of California. So yeah. they're saying that if they require you to have a urine test and you're a medical patient. With a with a active card, it shouldn't shouldn't make a difference. Because if you go drinking on your time off, it doesn't matter. Yeah, as long as you're uh, 
as long as you're you know sober within the last eight hours <coughs> yeah i guess well i mean that's was always my bitch about it was why don't they test what i've done in the last eight hours you know they're able to do that with a lip balm test or you know swab whatever they call it supposedly yeah supposedly yeah, yeah. They, they readjusted this mic she keeps pushing it further and further away from me which is fine but uh I can't work the buttons in talking to the mic at the same time <laughs> it is tricky you keep fading in and out yeah well it's not in front of me and the board is maybe you need one of those microphones that hangs from overhead maybe like you should shut the, the fuck guys up <laughs> and that's not a maybe really <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> I love our Mondays together <laughs> It's quality time. Oh, it really is. Yeah, it was just a long day. Uh, I've been a little nippy lately. I've been a. I wasn't happy yesterday. Work but will, I'm doing much better today. Work will do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, else, what else did I do this weekend, man? Jeez, I was I was running around with my head chopped off at work, which was kind of crazy. But then uh, I didn't get a chance to go by and see mom. I didn't get a chance to work on the truck. I did ride the bike out and about a little bit, but that was just going point A to point B kind of things, you know. Yep. I took it out for a rip on Friday night because it was dry out, and I just kind of bombed around Lake Merced, and I think I stopped at stopped at Home Depot, just made an excuse to go out there and grab something, and put it around the lake, and went up, went out towards the Great Highway. And there you go. Go see some ocean for a minute. Yeah, it was night. It was dark, so. Yeah. And I was in a rush to get home to make my lunch so I could go to sleep. There you have it. Yeah. Yeah. My big weekend was pretty much the parade and staggering through that and recovering from that. So It was a good-sized parade, man, because I went up good. there. I went up to Market Street at 12 p.m. at lunchtime. I jammed up there. Um, I didn't see you guys, and I saw, like, the second group in the, in the parade going by. So I walked down Market to 2nd Street, hooked a right, followed that all the way out past Folsom is where you guys were and you guys hadn't even started yet that's correct it went off late this year it was almost I think it was like noon before it went off for you guys yeah <coughs> yeah I mean there was time to go get mimosas and uh, bloody whatever the hell they are it, I don't started this like, nasty it must start around 1130 because for them to get from down there to 4th street wouldn't have taken what time did we see you there 1230 or one um, it was 12.30-ish, a little after that, because I was heading back to work. And I didn't uh, realize, too, because I, I could see Moscone from where you guys were standing. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah. I could have easily just walked up the block and spent the whole time there. But instead, I did the walk, because I thought you guys... Because last year, we were, like, the second ones in the parade. So I was like, wow. I didn't want to miss you. Yeah. Because I thought, well, if I run into him up there, then I can walk with him for a few blocks, and then I'll just kick, kick rocks, you know? Yep. I got to walk with everybody for a half block, and I had to hang left. Yeah. Uh Half blocks better than none, George. Too bad I wasn't leading. Take the what band. you can get. Could have pulled a Bluto Bukowski, right? <laughs> <laughs> I led the band right into a fucking alley, dead end alley, and marched them into the wall. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about that scene in forever. <laughs> and all the horn players followed right by. That wasn't even, that wasn't even John Belushi. That was like that, that squirrely looking dude. He was wearing like a bathrobe and fucking. <laughs> what you're supposed to do, you fucking moron? It was that moron. guy. The that guy, guy. From, the guy from Texas. He was great. Very funny man in real life, as I recall, too. What, what little I've read on him. I think he's passed away by now. Who knows, man? But, uh, yeah, good shit. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to say so. <laughs>
just began. She wanted me to know what she didn't know herself. Said I was one of my lovers. Hey now, that's something else. She played a vocal mission. I played the cosmic heart. Wanted to paint her picture. She said, don't even start. She said, love's like a drug and that this was chemistry. But with these chemicals then, how is this good for me? Her life gets better, she read. Her man goes out of his head. Like birds of a feather, so we bled. Let's go together. And she said, so what's the altitude? I said, it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said, it's all right. So what's the altitude? I said, it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said, it's all right. She said, let's get away now. Let's go down by the bay. She turned her hand my way now. Watch out, what you say now? Now the things you've been through make it seem like nothing could ever really last forever. But if you try, girl, we can do some things. She gave me headphones. Said, have you heard this sound? I think I've heard this one is totally underground. I wouldn't let her go then. She wouldn't let me go. Just ask the neighbors, man. It's unbelievable. I played the morning rising. She played the setting sun. She said she couldn't stay when her night had just begun. So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight. What's with the attitude? And she said it's all right. So what's the altitude? I said it's out of sight. Without abandon, we dance, we party all night. One of my lovers, hey now, that's something else. We played a vocal mission to play the cosmic sky. How can we make the distance? You've always known my eye. We're letting people know what, what we now know ourselves. That we are one of my lovers, hey now, that's something else. She gave me headphones, said, have you heard this sound? You know I've heard this one, girl. Let's get out of town. This love is like a drug and we bonded chemically. We're letting you know better Living Along through chemistry
כן. היי, אנחנו חוזרים. כן, אנחנו חוזרים, רק שניים מאיתנו. Uber had, was testing their vehicles in Arizona. Uh, she died after being hit Sunday night. Uh, Elaine Herzberg, 49 years old, is walking her bicycle across was, a four. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the House of Pride show live from San Francisco. Running a little late today, but... Nevertheless, here we are, live from San Francisco. I'm your host, Tweeka Turner. Today, my beautiful co-host... Ming Monroe. <laughs> are you sure <laughs> that's your name <laughs> yes miss ming monroe is back uh so great to have her folks don't go anywhere we have a great show with you uh coming up first it is pride month ming so pride music all day long here's one from dirty disco <laughs> out of houston i am what i am i
Right, that's our first Pride song of the day. I am what I am. Brenda Reed coming out of Houston. A new song uh, produced and promoted by Dirty Disco. We love Dirty Disco. They actually sponsored our show last year. Thank you, Dirty Disco. <sighs> Ming, is your stomach growling? <laughs> Do not try it. <laughs> Ming Moreau, my beautiful co-host today. How are you doing? I'm blessed. How are you? Doing good. Thank you. Uh, all right. <laughs> what are you doing for Pride? It is Pride Month. Well, I'm booked. I'm booked at Hamburger Mary's. I'm booked on um, the Club B&B stage on Saturday. And then uh, I think I have also books. It's not confirmed yet, but I'm booked Sunday night as well. Congratulations, girl. What uh, would one expect from your performance? What do you bring? Um, high energy and a lot of dancing. Awesome. <laughs> Hamburgers Mary's is open and ready for business there in the Castro. Yes. So well, it's great to have you back here on House of Pride Radio. Let's get right into it. We have a guest sitting here. We're so happy to have him. The one and only Brett uh, Van Horn is here. Uh, he is a, a local artist. Uh, sometimes you can actually see him in the real deal on the street uh, in the Castro, probably other places, selling his art uh, as he describes as non-objective abstract expressionism. Uh, welcome to the show, Brett. Hello, hello. Welcome. How are you? I'm good, man. I just walked over from uh, Mission Street down here and got me some mango Thai rice, and it was pretty good. <laughs> and I want to give a little shout out for Electro Lux for my buddy Elliot Nathan's throwing a little shindig party at Public Works on the 22nd. It's going to be pretty radical. Yeah. So come come out if you can. It's, I think it's going to sell out. So get your tickets. Okay. Where where do you get your tickets? So where do you get your tickets from? Uh, Eventbrite. Get them on uh, Facebook. That's where I got them. I don't do know. Do you know how much they are? Or? I think they're like twenty five bucks. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. But I'm gonna have uh, he he always has about thirty artists out, but he's gonna have a lot I think for this pride. And then uh, I'm doing uh, I'm gonna paint a mannequin, and it has uh, it has angel wings, <laughs> and it and I did the uh, the private part area in pom poms, <laughs> rainbow pom poms. Oh, okay, rainbow, not just one color. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, rainbow every pom-poms. color. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm gonna paint the body some crazy thing. And then I don't, I don't know. I got a gold skull. I might throw in there. We'll see what's up. <laughs> is it um, both sexes or just is it female? I, I have both sexes. I might do both, but I'm definitely gonna work on the male first, and then see if I get to the female. Uh huh. Yeah. 
preference orders yeah. first. Yeah, I got a lot of mannequins in my pad. All right. Um, what is your favorite color of the rainbow? <laughs> if you had to live with one. My favorite color, the best color, is hot pink. But it's the one color that you never see in the rainbow flag. No. Ming, what, what, thoughts about that? Hot pink. I love pink. Actually, I was going to do my hair, my hair pink. But I'm beating him a lot time to see that at the salon. But I love pink. Pink's so a good I color. Pink is one of my favorite colors. It's not one of my go-to colors, but it's definitely one of my favorite colors. Yeah, I think red's like the. I think red is the most masculine color, like the most powerful color, because uh, it it just sends out a vibrational frequency. I don't know if that makes any sense, but I'm drawn to it as a guy. I don't know. Like, uh, um, I wonder what a fem a very feminine color is. Like, what do you think a like what's a feminine color? Pink. Pink. Uh, we do like, we do like a lot of <laughs> hot pink. <laughs> like, no, we don't do hot pinks. We do like a lot of like pinks. Magenta. Like, 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 you know, like like a like little darker than your pants. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we like like not too bright. You know, like something unless we just like feel like we're way out there if we do something crazy. But majority of the time we do like soft, like everything's very soft pink. Okay. <laughs> you know, pink has no vibrational frequency. It's actually an illusion, an illusion of the eye. It's the absence of green. Especially hot pink. That hot pink is a optical illusion. I did not know that, but no, you know. It, and now it does, and it does make sense because when you look at red, you do feel like a vibration coming yeah. from it. But maybe I, I have worn pink. You know, I, pink <laughs> is one of my colors. <laughs> I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> yes, yes, you are, and you're wearing it on in your, on your your slacks. I got the, I got these tights down tights. in Palm Springs. Mm -hmm. Believe it, and. Uh, you know, Palm Springs has really great thrift shopping, and I think that's my favorite thing to do when I when I head down south to the hot, hot desert. Oh. <laughs> yes, where he draws inspiration for his uh, artwork. <laughs> Tell us a little bit. You know, when I met you on the street, you were selling your art in the Castro. Yeah, my name's Brett, but I go by Leoti, and that stands for leave it or take it. And that came because... Uh, I was very insecure. I didn't even think I was an artist. And I used to see, I've been seeing this therapist for a long time that helps me with the, this insecurities, lots of insecurities, but that one is like not even believing that I was an artist. So I used to give all my art away and I started that movement in the Castro six years ago. And I would put a message on the, I would leave paintings out for people to find. And I would put, this painting is meant for you. You can leave it or take it. And I'd write that message on the back and then I'd take a picture of it and I would document it. And I did that in New York, LA, Sacramento, Los Gatos, Santa Cruz, Albuquerque, New Mexico, but mostly in the Castro and around San Francisco, but specifically the Castro. And then, um, did people take it most of the, most of the time or all of, all of the time? I, sometimes I was, uh, that's the craziest thing because when I started that movement, it definitely at the root of it was insecurity, but it was also like a sacrifice. Like you make this, you spend this time and you make this beautiful art 
and and um, it's very difficult to leave something just randomly out there not knowing what's going to happen to it on the street and then uh yeah you, you mean somebody could grab it and throw it in the trash i mean h- how do i know but there were a few times where i did kind of like hide out and see what happened and yeah people would take the art and uh i really enjoyed doing that it was like a sacrifice and it was also an exercise in the laws of attraction and um because you know we're all walking around on the street but do we see do we see a little piece of art over on the corner somewhere stuff like that so i don't do that anymore because i overcame that insecurity but i do i do it every now and then but it's i did it at the how weird festival last year so a little over a year ago, I left out two chairs and a painting on the corner of 18th and Castro. Wow. Um, you know, to do a piece of work can take months sometimes. Not for this cat. <laughs> <laughs> it t- I work really fast. I work like I try to crank out a painting a day at least. Oh, okay. Yeah. So a, a day's work Got left for the, uh, you know, karmic energies to align with the specific passerby you know yeah and you you've hit out and watched what what would be the reaction do you recall people are really cool like people actually check to see if you know they look they they don't want to take somebody's stuff you know but stuff on the street is up for grabs i think absolutely so so but they do look most people look i've watched sometimes and they look and they see that there's a message there and uh they just pick it up and take it. And, and your name is on it, signed? Yeah, my uh, name is on it. L-I-O-T-I. And I, and I do L-I-O-T. Yeah, Leoti. Leoti, Leoti. Never done that. <laughs> Me either, but we uh, years ago, I went on an expedition to find it. We never did. <laughs> it wasn't my idea. It was the people I was traveling with. <laughs> yes, I don't. I, no, I wasn't really into it. I was into traveling through the desert. I, I'm like, oh, that'll be cool. You know, in Arizona. Who's sitting to my left? I'm sorry. I, f- I forgot your name. Ming Monroe. Ming Monroe. Did I see you walking up the street yesterday? Yes. Yeah, were she you wearing those us. fly jeans that were cut open on the sides? Yes, they see, that's sick fashion. I really <laughs> pay attention to fashion on the streets. And what and did Ming's you say? Fashion- he, made, he actually was like so complimentary to your look. And I was like pissed off at you and I wasn't validating it at all because you like walked right by him like stuff girl. <laughs> I sh- but to, to Ming's credit, she turned around and so, yeah, she came back. Right back because I was like, oh my God. I said, that's Tweeko. Oh my God, I'm coming. Wait. But then when you came back, I then validated like what a fashion statement you were making. Brett was totally into Yeah, the I'm into it. I'm into people <laughs> that create their own fashion, and I pay close attention when I see something that looks a little bit different, something original. I saw that right away. Like, the jeans were cut on the sides, but they were tucked in to boots. You were wearing boots, right? Oh, heels. But they were tucked in, and then it... And then the... It was dope. It was dope. It was... I, I, I love that. That's the Beaver Hotline is ringing because uh, in just um, let's see, oh, it's at the alarm clock that it's ready. Beaver Talk is coming up around the corner, so we gotta wrap up our segment with Brett. But we want to get into like more about your art before we we uh, get into Beaver. Um, where 
Well, I recently saw a new work on the on the corner there at Castro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You sell your work on the sidewalks now. Yeah, I sell I sell my art straight up on the street, and my objective I'm in the movement of art. I quit my career a little over a year ago. I, I'm a paper hanger and a painter in the painters union, and I made double what I make now. But um, I read a book called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield, and it it totally changed my life, and it taught me how to become pro. And I think I became pro when I quit my career and uh, started selling art on the street. I mean, I had been dabbling in it, but to sell art on the street is like... Um, a very brave... <laughs> it's hardcore, man. It's it cold. <laughs> You're dealing with the police. It's not... There's. I don't have a permit. You know, it's illegal. Uh, uh yeah, sell art on the street. There's no per they say you got to get a permit, but there is no permit to be had in San Francisco for that. And um, you know, to actually make a living and survive in San Francisco is no joke. No and joke. Yeah, I got to come up with like four or five G's a month, and I've been able to do that. I've moved over 160 pieces, I'd say, uh, since I quit in April, a little over a year ago, and um, I love it, man. Like I wouldn't. I'm not giving up, you know, like I'm going to keep pushing forward. Sometimes I feel like I'm burnt out, but everything happens on the corner of 18th and Castro. Like I meet, I mean, I got four studio rooms on treasure Island from that corner. I meet tons of people to do commission pieces for it. It, it took me to Palm Springs. It just, it's the greatest, the Castro is the greatest neighborhood on the planet. All right. Um, do you have a, a contact where people can reach you if they're interested? Uh, Instagram, L-I-O-T-I-505. L-I-O-T-I-505. That's, that's a hot Instagram. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> and, um, Have you seen his stuff? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Yeah. Amazing. You had it in the Castro Country Club. Yeah, I've done shows in Blush. That's right. I saw it in the Castro Country so Club. Yeah. yeah. It's very different. Are there any um, inst installations coming up? In I'm, I just did an installation down at Edison Restaurant in Palm Springs, and um, I'm going to do a show at Art Saves Lives and uh, doing four curation shows where I try to find people that I've met on the street in the Castro, and I curate a space within the actual art show that they have there monthly where I hang up people usually homeless people's art and I'm real interested in uh, photographing homeless people in the neighborhood and also uh, if they have any artistic skills helping them out with their art that's kind of like a something I'm into and um, definitely been taking a lot of photographs and I'm working on doing a photograph on ensemble I guess that's what it called like definitely doing like a salon style uh, picks to to put up in a show, and I've never done that before. But I love I love photography. Awesome, awesome. Uh, Brett, you again? You go by the artist name Iodi, is that right? Uh, Leodi. 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 Yeah, L I O T I. It's hard to it's hard to uh, spell it after you say it. Like they're like L O I T O what? But anyway, thank you so much for joining us here. Um, wow, uh, come back and let's talk more. Yeah, man, we will. Thank you for having me. Uh, let's have a nice round of applause for Leodi. Yeah, thanks to Ming for rocking that crazy style. That was wicked hot, hardcore. Folks, it is time for Beaver Talk coming up next. It's a new segment here. You know, every house has rooms, and uh, House of Pride has rooms. I'm, I'm going to say perhaps the kitchen. <laughs> 
for FIBA Talk. We're going to let uh, Miss Sugar tell you all about it. Um, uh, right now, Ming, we're going to go out uh, before we segue into FIBA Talk uh, with that second pride theme song. Girl, I know you know this one. All right. Uh, so my second choice is Born This Way. By, yeah. We'll be right back, folks. Don't go anywhere. Beaver Talk up next.
work on it. House Pride is proudly presenting for the first time Beaver Talk. Hey, hey, hey. Hello, San Francisco. Who else hears us, Tweeka? Tweeka's our tech guy right now, but. Oh, she's making me talk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking on Viva Talk. Um, the world is yours. The world is ours. So hello to the world. Oh, now I just got more nervous. I was already nervous. This is Beaver Talk Radio with Meshugana and Mad Dog. But Mad Dog's here in abstention. <laughs> Unfortunately, he got stuck at work today, which means that a house could have fallen down, God forbid. So everybody send nice vibes to Mad Dog and pray that he'll be with me next month. Or I'm canceling the radio show. <laughs> I'm not doing it without Mad Dog. Anyways. It's every thanks. third. Every second. I had a typo that I corrected. Every second Wednesday. Wednesday. Right here at House of Pride. Fabulous. Right here at House of Pride. So, so it's Beaver Talk Radio. And I thought I'd give a little like explanation of why the heck um, we chose Beaver, right? So Mad Dog and I ha- were elected as the Grand Duke and Grand Duchess of the Grand Ducal Court last year, last September. And so we're currently reigning. And um, we are also the first women to ever reign together as um, Duke and Duchess. And Grand Duke number five, who is Fred Townsend, he's amazing. So he, he told us to um, put it in their face that we're the first women because basically it's a big drag world. It's a big drag community. It's a big drag organization, which means there are a lot of men that rule the roost there. As a matter of fact, before I was elected, somebody told me um, to get elected, fix the court, and then next year a drag queen can can um, take back over because it's a drag organization so um that definitely upset me so i'm very glad with who my uh, get, guest is today i'll introduce to her soon um but that's what we've been doing we've been taking the the world by storm we've been really working hard in the in the city of san francisco and um making a difference and our court shows it it's made up of really um diverse people and so we're very proud of it so when we ran into Tweeka on the street with his brand new puppy Charlie a few weeks ago and he offered to let us have a room in the house of pride we um immediately decided we'd call it beaver talk with mad dog and michigana and you know after this after September 29th the court will be a historical court and not actually reigning anymore, but I think that the beaver may live on. So it's been a, a wonderful um, a wonderful year. So here we are, sticking it in your face right here on Pride Radio. And um, very excited. We'll see what happens with this show. Um, when I was thinking about who, Franny just jumped in our guest's lap. She wants to be part of Beaver Talk too. Of course you do, Fran Fran. Um, when I was thinking about who I would personally love to be our very first guest, I was so pleased that she said, yes, she's available, which I know is a miracle. And I reached out to the one and only Phonique to ask her if she could be our very, very first guest on our very, very first show. And it's just me and her since the Mad Dog is is um, at work. So welcome to Beaver Talk. Hello, hello. I'm so happy to be here with a little dog 
Look at my lap. Brandy's keeping your beaver warm. Brandy is keeping my beaver warm. And you know what? Beavers do. They build houses, they honey. Do. They build. They build houses. So I think the house, the beaver house, the house of beaver lives on. Lives for on. Sure. Lives on. They're very important oh, animals. Oh, for sure. Up. It's such up. a pleasure to be here. Yeah. And so I love you both. So, you know, <laughs> I, you'll have to have me back on when, uh, when, when Mad Dog, when Mad Dog can is be back. here. For sure. Yes. We definitely will. Oh. We definitely will. It's going to be hard to choose after you. <laughs> oh, there's so many. There are so many great people yeah, in the yeah, community. But sure. when it comes to women I look up to, performers oh. I look up to, drag performers that I look up to, you're literally the top of my list. Thank you. Oh, my God. When I, I saw you were um, one of the judges for the Faux Queen pageant last year. I lost it. I'm like, oh, God, I have to do well. You were so good. <laughs> okay, okay, I kind of set that up. <laughs> oh, you were, though. You were amazing. Thank you so much. You were amazing. It meant the world that you were on a judging panel. Oh, it was so fun. It I got to collaborate a- with the one and only Queen, you know. I know, and how much do we love it's magical oh god no that number was amazing it was really fun love queen like what a what a yeah what a what just a bundle of joy he's a dream a big bundle a big of bundle of joy <laughs> you know i just saw a video he posted um he did the um the janelle monet night at, at mother I'm sick i didn't i know same here uh, well he did electric lady which i do He's nuts. He's nuts. He was up on a on, on a huge ladder. Good girl, Franny. Get, get a girl. Now. Get get mommy, Franny. Go there, go. Yeah, Franny got just she needed to move. Yeah. Um, so he got up on a big ladder and plugged in a string of lights up above the yes. stage, <laughs> and, and like swam on top. Of, he's yes. nuts. Yes, he's nuts. He's so nuts. so now I don't know if fearless. I can do my number in the city you again. You <laughs> can always do your number. My hair like, lit up. <laughs> there are many ways to You're interpret. So you know all of our. I mean all of our things. For sure. Right? For sure. For sure. He's so good though. So I can't believe I only have about ten minutes with you, and I've so much to ask oh you. Oh my gosh, ask away. Okay, so I know that you have a very rich theatrical dance background. Yeah. Um, so you could have kind of chosen any avenue and you you do multiple things. So let's hear I that. Do. But also I'm so curious why you chose drag. Why I chose drag. I mean, I really feel like drag sort of chose me. <laughs> um, nice. I know that <laughs> it's, and, and I've been, re- res- I've been, ruminating on this a lot but Mm -hmm. that um and that I you know in a way I feel like I've always done drag um I just was thinking about you know I've told this story before but when I was when I was a little ballerina you know in like the apprentice ballet company Mm -hmm. and we were doing the nutcracker and the first time um it was during the nutcracker the first time I put on fake eyelashes and I remember putting them on and looking at myself and going this is what my face is supposed to look like it's the best thing (laughs) ever it's the best thing Mm -hmm. and so it was that moment and of course then you think back and back and back and Mm -hmm. playing dress up you know I feel like we're just still all kind of playing dress up with with you know, dress up with social commentary. Although sometimes kids are, you know, making amazing social commentary they too. They are. They're really um, there's right? a lot of stuff going there's on in the world today. For lot. Them. But I am yeah, so drag, that's sort of the the you know, the way it lives in my body. Mm-hmm. I feel like ballet and the performance of ballet is also a kind of drag performance. And so that was my early deep training, but then later went into contemporary dance, which was more about a, a kind of 
stripped down aesthetic. And at that point, there was this point where I had been steeped in that for a while and really wanted, needed some glitter and some sequins and some <laughs> show and some spectacle. And that was right around when my dear friend Kevin Clark, who later performed as Falsetta Knockers, mm. brought me to Tranny Shack for the first time. And then it was just from then on, I became a screaming fan. And then <laughs> I just couldn't what get on, I couldn't get on number? that stage fast, fast enough. enough what was your very first drag number that I did yeah the very first one um was, was at actually tranny as shack? a drag king and it was at tranny shack and oh, it was me I wish my dog was here I know it was I have photos too that I can show I y'all at some point okay. I, it was me and Kevin it, not yet falsetta uh-huh. and I was not yet phonique right um and we we did a gay marriage number. We did a very political number where we were Mormon missionaries in love. Wow! So I did boy drag as a Mormon missionary. And how many years ago was that? That was nineteen. That was twenty years ago. Wow! Almost twenty years ago. So that was like in the beginning November. of the that was, gay marriage like talk. Right. Right. Yeah. Yes. It was the f- one round of gay marriage. Did you ever you know, think it would legislation. actually happen? I don't know if we thought at that point that it would actually happen. I didn't. I had friends who were really really active. Yep. And I was like go for it yeah. but I didn't think mm-hmm. so here we yeah. are amazing here we are so that amazing. was that and we've then had a black president that, since then I know awesome I know mm-hmm. it's amazing yeah the world's and yet the court is still like you fix the court so the men can move in <laughs> well the court didn't say it some asshole <laughs> okay. did oh, okay, good, good, good. I'm like good the court didn't say that <laughs> yeah phew but it is a, it like, is a boy's like club roll. <laughs> yeah. um, but I love that that's what women uh, like do all the time right it's like mm-hmm. oh you, well, clean this up so you can look so amazing Oh, you can make someone else look amazing. Yeah. yeah someone, one, some of my favorite podcasters call your girlfriend. Um, I don't know if you listen to them. They're amazing. But they made up a thing no, called. but I'll look it It up was now. either the glass broom or the glass bus, dustpan, like the mm. opposite of the glass ceiling where like right. it's all the work women do that nobody ever sees, like all the cleanup, the invisible cleanup. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's amazing. That's a really good. Right, oh. I'm hitting my head on the glass ceiling, but I totally understand. But that. you have your nice. glass broom and your glass dustpan in your hand all the time. All the time. Ugh, I know. All the time. I know. Yeah. Oh. So you have. Let's see. I have a little list of questions because I yeah. knew I'd, I knew I'd have stuff. Well, I, I told you it. this, but I didn't say it on air yet. But you paved the path for me and so many other women who want to perform whether it's in drag or whatever they choose because you know there's this whole like stupid fight going on now and probably forever about bio queens faux queens just drag look i don't i don't care like you can categorize me it's totally fine but um but because you came in and you said i'm here and you earned the respect of the drag queens in San Francisco who've also paved many, many paths yeah. for all of us. Um, I am welcomed almost with open arms in like probably 75% of the places, which yeah. is huge. Cause I talked to people online and they are, they hit walls. They can't, they have to do it in their bedrooms. Do right. you know what I mean? I do. I do. And I have the same experience and I think we're incredibly lucky in this community and thank you for that credit. And then I also have to give credit, you know, to sure. Animatronic and then to also like, you know, before like Fayette in yeah. the Coquettes, you know, yes. and like all these other women. Um, so I just feel like there are trailblazers, you know, before and before and before. Always. So there's all these people who laid paths for me and 
and all the queens at the shack were just really welcoming when I went there. You know, it was so total open arms then. So I had to ask Euphoria to perform for my first number ever. Oh, yeah. And he's like, you have to, okay, you have to watch Phonique. And then I saw your numbers on, on YouTube. I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm oh, fucked. I'm totally no. screwed. <laughs> but everybody has, you have to it's, do your style. It's true. But when you, I didn't know that yeah. yet. I know yeah. it now. You know, yeah. now, there, now I feel like our community is really blossomed right. and there are so many different types of drag there are performers yep so yep. yeah and that's what happened I mean when I first went to the shack I saw all these different kinds of performers everyone from Juanita to Glamamore to the Steve lady to Lady Sergio you know some of these performers who who don't perform anymore right. or who have left you know this earth and um, there were just so many different kinds of performers or from Fatima to you know you had this range she's, the first time I saw her she stapled stuff on yes. her which now I know she stapled does stuff on her she made point shoes out of duct tape and just balanced on them and she you know amazing so you have these all these examples of all the the huge range that existed and so I just brought to the table what I had which was my ballet training and just that I'm a big nerd too that I let you know and so Tranny Shack also would you know let me kind of do like make these obscure numbers where I would make a number and it would be like okay I know five people like Bobby Barber will get this yeah. like, <laughs> but like hopefully it's entertaining enough that it works on different levels oh, for sure yeah but yeah so it just I was able to just be who I was and I, that's what the beauty of it too it's there's so that great. there's that room they and just let you be you yeah and I and I feel like we are really lucky and I do feel like yeah I have pretty much been you know yeah 75 you know probably higher for it depends I don't know I feel like 80 percent 95 90 percent open welcome with open arms and it's really when I've left San Francisco and gone into some other communities that I've seen like oh who are you right or well it was funny because I remember in London there was one community that was terrible to the folk queens and then Mm -hmm. another bar that was like home they were wonderful and they loved us so it's just even in any given city there are different little micro communities that are more amenable or have different kinds of cultures I've been at the edge where a, a super gay kid was staring at me like I've never seen one of you yeah and people across like drag kings are very unfamiliar to people uh-huh. it's crazy the mad dog uh-huh. is like uh, encounters it all the time wow like i, well, I don't know I uh, yeah right. you know <laughs> well and mad dog's really flashy too he's which great. is yeah. great i love he's that wonderful. in a drag king mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah he's he's really he's well i'm biased yeah of course <laughs> i'm very biased but, you know i also but... think it's just the truth <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much i'm sure he'll appreciate that coming from totally, you <laughs> for totally. sure just like me well i want to hear about what you're working on now i am working on it's really i maybe i'll take this opportunity in case i forget to plug Do um it. friday at oasis at 7 p.m i am reading from my memoir in process so i'm writing a memoir um, don't know when it's coming out. It's the beginning of the process. So I just turned in the first draft and it's um, supposed to come out on Feminist Press, um, an imprint of Feminist Press called Amethyst Editions, edited by Michelle T, who many of you might know. And she's incredible. She's like a really seminal, like San Francisco amazing dyke author like wrote the book like literally wrote the book called valencia and Mm. it's like now we see what like valencia has become (laughs) 
How did you? Yeah. Um, and she's incredible. So she's the curating editor of this press. And I, um, so I'm writing a book and so cool. I'm in the throes of, I'm, of it. I'm deep in it. I'm writing my herstory. Her and a lot story. of it is really how, you know, how a lot of this came about. And then some of it's personal you know, stuff that kind of adds up to doing drag. It's a drag memoir, but it's also, there's a lot of other stuff in it. I bet. And a, but a lot of stories from, 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 from club land, from club land, from high school, so from, you nice. know. Yeah. 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 So I'll be reading on Friday from that. And that's what I've been working on for the most, so, for the most part this year. So I haven't been on stage a ton, mm-hmm. um, but I'm working on that. And then I have a few, I also work in the contemporary dance world and folk Unique. I, I've relatively recently just made all of my performing is is happens as phonique. So mm. a few pieces now I've done have been phonique in a contemporary dance context. I mean, I think that's what's so cool. fun about yeah. phonique is she can exist in in a cabaret context or in the context of like of a contemporary dance piece where you can t- kind of take more time and be more. Um, experimental in some ways it's and very storytelling right contemporary some, can some be storytelling but really mm. some more like you can do things that might be just visual or a little slow or that might be boring in, in a in a nightclub but mm-hmm. if they're in this other context they they're they're framed in a different way and so they're seen in a different way and I feel like the energy around it is different yeah so you can kind of take more time with things well yeah we have to tell our story in four minutes exactly we have to get ready for three hours tell our story in four, our minutes story four minutes and, and get off and I'm always I'm one for like leave them wanting more yeah definitely, definitely. yeah for sure but yeah so I have a couple of pieces happening um in the fall that that will be in that context and you'll tell us about it through for sure through social media and right. through email list if you go to phonique.net you can sign up for my email list nice and okay. you can find me on facebook monique jenkinson on facebook but if you phonique. do phonique it comes up it comes up yeah exactly it's exactly. like you have it in parentheses and then probably. i'm monique phonique on instagram some other girl got phonique before i got there so you know we'll take her out mad if dog has wanna, connections to the mom cute. you know she, she like the, the phonique you know she like she's like some you know she's she's cute she like posts pictures of her like expensive vacations and her food oh. and stuff is she a fo- is she a queen? Does no, she not at all. No? She seems to be some like she young, stole your, your like gig. French girl in New York. Oh, yeah. funny. Yeah, there is a um, faux queen who's very beautiful and I hear very good named uh, Sigourney Beaver. Oh, isn't that cute? That is mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah, cute. It's fun. So, um, mm. uh, real quick about how did you decide to write a book? A few people. I I had written a bunch of shows Mm -hmm. my one woman shows have writing in them I mean I did in college I was a double major in dance and literature I've always written um I write a lot but a lot of my writing has been kind of short form monologues that have ended up in my shows but a lot of them are personal stories and so I've been writing memoir-ish pieces for a while and then someone a few people said have you thought about writing a book and I thought maybe I should think about writing a book I can't wait to read it (laughs) and it's been a great journey it's been deep and hard and grueling in a lot of ways but thank you I'm glad and fortunately most people's response has been I can't wait to read it not we don't need another memoir so I'm really no no I feel like it's a pretty um 
it's a pretty unique story that I have to tell. And I'm yet sure. it's, it is the story of a lot of a lot of us. So I do think that people will be able to relate to things. Too. Can't wait. I yes. literally can't Yay. wait. Now, my final thing before we go out, because we're at the end of Beaver it's Talk. Crazy. And it's I should have I was thinking that we were on for a half an hour. I was like, oh, I better be ready. Better we be were. We're at Tweeko is. Well, it's it's okay. I have one final. Um, we'll we'll leave them wanting more, right? We could. Yeah, we could. But my final <laughs> thing, I should have given you a little heads up. But if you were to have a message to, and specifically to women, yes. um, and they don't have to want to perform, but if they do, or they have some dream, or this little thing inside that, yes. yeah. Yes. What would you what would you oh, want to tell the women? So many messages, and I just want to say them all. Tweak you know, time. I am a feminist, and I and that is behind all of the the work that I do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I feel like it's you know so many of the messages you could give are are cliched like be yourself but Um, I do think finding your own like really looking deeply at what it is that you have to offer and then what it is that you want to offer and not being afraid to offer that I think sometimes what we construe as indulgent or selfish Mm -hmm. is actually quite generous Mm -hmm. so telling your story is an act of generosity and I think there are people who want to hear it and and so getting you know getting out there and playing putting your hat in the ring and 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 getting in there with the boys and with the girls (laughs) Mm -hmm. and with everybody with you know and playing is is one of those you know if whether you're performing or whether you have a great idea and not I think you know not being able not being afraid to toot your own horn and not being afraid to put the idea I think I think sometimes Franny I know um so she's finding her voice um, <laughs> she is and she is she's like I know what I want she's a strong I'm woman. gonna tell you I'm not afraid uh-huh. to toot my own horn <laughs> yeah, toot, toot, Fran, Fran. <laughs> yeah but I think that sometimes we we get in a bind where we 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 know we want to be strong and we want to be capable and so sometimes we can misconstrue that um or that can get mixed up in you know not asking for the support that you need and I've really watched a lot of my male um colleagues you know get really good at asking for support from the community and asking for what they you know and getting people to rally behind them and I think you know so also don't be afraid to to ask for like hey I'm doing this thing I have this idea want to be involved want to be involved mm-hmm. um want to and 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 also forming groups you know if you feel isolated if you're in one of those places where you are doing drag in your bedroom or you're feeling isolated from a community you know mm. make your own make make a community find people and get together because community is invite is, people to your bedroom invite to start invite people to your bedroom yeah. have a show in your home mm-hmm. i mean this is something that i'll you know do a little plug for an amazing um book that i recently read called your art will save your life by beth pickens mm, and she is that. write it down she's mm-hmm. amazing but it's a it's just this little elegant little primer on making art in this time in this difficult frustrating horrible political time that mm. we're in but that we need each other we need our art we all need each other and whether what you make is art or some other pursuit it's it's i think sharing and 
small acts, you know, like this, like yeah. sitting in a room and talking for 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I think that's a great so That's message. not really one mis- distilled message, but I guess it's like, get together. But I got a lot get together, from it. Like, get, and I, for, get information, ladies. Yeah. Let's get information. Get information and, and rally. <laughs> and rally share information. Like, get information and share information. And support people when they also ask. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, Absolutely. That's awesome. That's good to hear from you, too. Yeah. So thank you so much for being the very first guest on Beaver Talk's very first show. Sugar (laughs) I can't wait to come back. I can't wait to have you back. We'll make sure Mad Dog can be here for you. We'll build that Beaver House. Build the Beaver um, House. Happy Pride. Happy Pride. We didn't even get to talk about Pride plans. But you'll see we'll see everybody out and about, right? Yes, I will. Yeah. 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 I'm going to Juanita's party on the Pride Saturday. I finally got an invitation. I haven't responded. Yes, I really want to go. She is amazing. I hear. And it's a fundraiser party. Yeah. I love that. She's a do-gooder. Yeah. All right. You know, I love that. Using our superpower of drag for for good. For good. It's my favorite thing. Well, ladies, ladies, uh, now that we're segueing back in the House of Pride, I... uh, Tweeka would love to know what you are both up to for the Pride Month. What, what are some of the activities that you can share with us? Well, I have I'm doing Pride Month, doing my reading on Friday at Oasis. Which, at Oasis, and let me also say that is a benefit for the door proceeds go to Radar Reading Series, which is a queer people of color primarily amazing reading series that was started by Michelle T. and now. Um, is run by Virgie Tovar and Juliana Delgado-Lopera, and they're amazing. (laughs) So that is happening. So, you know, the benefit queers in their writing, young queers in their writing, it's fabulous. And then I'll be going to see some stuff at Frameline. I'm really excited about some of the films at Frameline, going to Juanita's party. I'm not doing a lot of performing you get for to Pride, be an though, audience so I member. sort of get to just go and put together a look, which is exciting. <laughs> Yay! It's like your persona is a, a performance in itself. Well, <laughs> you know, true, yeah. I love how we talked about your eyelashes, and all I can think of is how they've morphed into flower petals. Yes, yes. for sure. It's I may work a flower a petal eyelash. Signature look. Definitely, <laughs> yes. And a shout love out it. to Juanita Moore. I, I have to say her uh, annual fundraiser is a huge event raises lots of money for good causes do you know what her cause is this year trans youth is her cause I'm not sure if it's one organization or a cluster of organizations I think it's a cluster I think so from memory which is not so good no I think that it's It's yeah I think it's it's a few organizations has she um, allegated some um, responsibilities for you to me yes no how nice you just get to enjoy I bought a ticket good girl <laughs> support, bought, I'm just gonna go support I'm the cause support exactly <laughs> fantastic exactly yes <laughs> that's great well we're really be- busy beavers because for the first time in a long time the ducal court is having a float that is a oh. huge undertaking and my stomach's in knots now that this radio show's over I can get back to my pride yeah. float knot <laughs> crafting your right uh, well i'm really crafting. grateful that kit tapata has helped with the large scale design uh, stuff yes kit tapata who may or may not 
pop in here on her way to Wild Side West, where she has her weekly <laughs> trivia show. She may call in any minute, actually. Oh, I'll, I'll look for the flashing Maybe. light. You might want to text. Let me change my chair position <laughs> to look for the flashing light okay. here. So the um, so our 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 beaver float is um, a community float. So everybody's invited to be part of the contingent. And what's really cool is we were asked if by the circus group, you know, Liam Ocean and all of his circus performers, uh -huh. if they could be in our contingent. So we're for sure going to win an award, plus the whole beaver thing going on. And Hecalina, who's our um, corporate sponsor this year, she's been amazing. She'll be on our float with wow. us. Yeah, I didn't think she'd want to, but it was part of the package we delivered. So her when we requested her is she going to be waving from a giant beaver den yes there's going to oh. she's going to be surrounded by be beavers a, a beaver den is there going to be like a glam beaver den a i can glam show you that beaver den yes yes please <gasps> with like a flat a disco ball in they the middle of it well they beavers. do they amazing they do good for their communities they do they bring water back into the mm -hmm. um the environment they do and you know, one of my favorite um things that i've learned about beavers this year uh, because <laughs> we always so tell many beaver, things to learn. Well, we tell beaver facts. The animal, the oh. animal beaver, <laughs> um, at at our court meetings, which is today, so um, is my favorite thing is that they share their habitat with other species. Yes, they like they, rats, they invite muskrats, no, in. muskrats. Yeah, they invite friends over or yeah. the Airbnb. They do I don't the know Airbnb. They but like cheap Airbnb. Yeah, they're very welcome. They're also which works for me and Mad Dog and nocturnal animals. Oh. You know, nightlife. Oh. Yes, and yeah. they just work, 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 they just work. work. I work, hope y'all take a break. At September 30th, we're going to take a nap. Right. <laughs> We've right. been working hard. so I can't wait to see the float. It's yeah, it's going to be so cute. She was sending me a video of the beaver fur today. <laughs> oh. I'm so excited. Yeah. I hope you have big, big tails and, and like splash people with water as you go by. Yeah, well, yeah. The, she's the um, cartoon that I put in our... Um, in our artwork for the show, there she's bringing those to like bigness. Those oh, our, cute! Yeah. Our mad beaver and shug beaver. They're so cute. Aren't they cute? And really so cool cute. artist drew them. But she's making them huge. She sent me a picture this morning because she had like a transparency of them on the wall, you know, so she could cut out the shapes. Yeah. And it was so cute. It was like beavers in the morning. <laughs> so that's the that huge beaver. float you know um parade annual parade here the in san francisco parade, yeah. that every now now every business and corporation is involved it's an, an endless stream of floats and cars and bodies walking yeah. endlessly all day what time is your call do you know our call time we just got it today i'm so excited this is, feels early I, I was expecting it like the day before is um we walk at one okay Great. it's not yeah. too bad no so we gather um, from 12 to 1 and we walk at 1. Yeah. Monique, well, you must have many years' experience on floats in I San Francisco. I've been in not so many floats. I've been, um, I've walked. I've like yeah. walked along. Um, well, we can only have like 12 people on people. the Yeah. You can't I have was, that many people on a float. Right. I was on a float. We were on a float in Reykjavik in Iceland for Reykjavik oh. Pride in 2004 with wow. Heklina when I was Miss Tranny Shack. That was, is so Did yeah. she have you as like a queen volcano or something? It, right. Exactly. <laughs> No, we so were just cool. oh yeah we were on a float with a bunch of other people and it was me and Heklina and Putanesca and Princess Kennedy oh my gosh 
Yeah, that's, that's a float, amazing. folks. It was, that <laughs> was a float. Yeah, that's that was amazing. amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the pride parade I would love to go to is Amsterdam. Oh, that would Have be great. Been, no. It's uh, their parade is on boats. Uh, on the oh, canal. How romantic! So how cool is that? Floats. They're actual. Yeah, they're boats. Float. Don't drink yeah. too much. <laughs> right. Oh, True. that's fabulous. Yeah. No, I went to um, a couple of years ago. I performed it. Pride in Catania, Sicily, wow. which oh, was my God. amazing and really like puts things in perspective, you know, when I we're bet. kind of whining about, you know, the the Grand Marshal's not politicized enough or the wrong kind of politicized. And it's like yeah. they're like people are actively trying to shut it down. Yeah. I mean, they are really it is really a the gunshots you know, in the air. <laughs> yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, a lot of sabotaging by the, you know, the powers that be. And it really mm. you feel it. You feel that these people are. They're still, they have a, you know, they're doing a lot of work. They're kind of, of taking a risk to... A huge risk. Yeah. We're it was pretty amazing. We live in a bubble. We just we really do. do. We really we do. We have no room to complain and people always complain. Oh That's my a God. whole other yeah. show. But all, that should oh be a theme in God. itself. Exactly. I'm like, just, just here's some sparkle. Feel right. better. Well, I've got glitter in my bra. Let it, me just right. put you... It, it, it's a good sparkle. bubble though. I mean, it's sort of like yeah. a light, I, more like a light. Come here, really, if you, is like a city you can still... I mean, yeah, there's some problems, but you can still express really who True. you want to be here with True. a lot less of the risks that are involved, um, which is a special thing. So. It is really special, is yeah. Special. I know, I know. You know, the organizations like like that help the kids, right? Like Lyric and Larkin Street Youth, um, who we do fundraisers for and, and things. They are just. There are safe places for where the kids end up because they're not accepted. And um, I know that it's very, very special. So when people complain, and uh, it just makes me crazy. It's human nature to complain. I think, yeah, being able to have <laughs> discourse is also part of our liberty. You know what I mean? Are you two complainers? Because you're like pro-complaining. I love no, complaining. No, no, no. I'm not pro-complaining, but I, I'm not at all. Supporting I have so, I have so little patience for it. But I yeah. also have. You see that? I well, I just I I do. I mean, I have I have a lot of like critiquey friends that like to critique the you know the and I think again it's important to critique and subvert the dominant paradigms and yeah. you know but we can get our I mean I do feel like we, we can get to be paralyzing yeah. you know I say that it, I said in my show in my in, in the F word my feminist cabaret show I think I was like you know we enough with the paralyzing hyper critique like we, we've got we can parse and critique ourselves into a little corner where we're like people who should be family are just disagreeing with, with each other over like the st- stupidest tiniest little things yeah. and I mean, now that the stakes are higher, maybe not. Hopefully not. Hopefully we can set that aside. I hope so. I hope so. I mean, that's the one good thing about this four years that I hope are over and we make it through is that it's bringing a lot of us closer. Definitely Mm -hmm. bringing us together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. What are you doing for Pride, Tweeka? I'm DJing at Wildside West. <laughs> uh, Mad Dog's in the Wildside West show on Friday. We're doing that together. Yeah. Oh no! No, she, you're doing it with Kit. Kit, but she's performed. She's Kit a performer. asked me. Oh, me too. I forgot. <laughs> I'm going to be there <laughs> yeah, too. You both are going to be. Yeah, there. we're both yes. performing our own numbers for you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Kit is hosting like a mini show. 
and I'll, I'll be providing the music. Um, we did it last year. It was a huge success. It's a neighborhood bar. We don't I really love it. I we, haven't been there in ages, and I love that it's, bar. It's really fun. I love that bar too. I yeah. love everything about it. I love that yeah. it's not a big clubby kind yeah. of like you know. It's kind of tucked away. It's special. And for I sure. love Billy. She she's one of the owners or the mm-hmm. the owner. Um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it's like kind of low chill low-key and but it a lot is. of people come out a lot of people local people a lot of ladies come on over and um it's like the only like kind of ladies bar that's so hot we need yeah more, we it, do need more it's they definitely don't one of a kind stick around even yeah. the lex amazing so, so we'll so be sad. together uh, for that pride so i'll have a lot Friday. of tweaka in my life yeah <laughs> a lot of kit kitty and tweaka a lot of kit kitty tweaka mad dog and beavers a lot of beavers. Beavers. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing, and then um, I, I I'm gonna play it later. But I did a, a, a remix, a Pride remix, a remix of uh, "You Make Me Feel Mighty Real" for um, Maury, who's a local um, LGBT um, singer here. Nice. Yeah, and it features Jeannie Tracy on on background vocals, so it's a big deal because they both of these guys worked with Sylvester way back. When Amori was young, he used to like make costumes for Jeannie Tracy, and Jeannie was one of the main background vocalists for uh, Sylvester. The Sylvester. Yeah. That's cool. So it's kind of like a, a, really a, a om niche kind of a tribute type project. So I'm, I'm proud to be a remix on that. So that's kind of like a pride thing I'm doing this year. Nice. Yeah. Good. So that's about it. Are you um, at the sober stage this year? I'm not, but I have. But loved... thank you so much for coming I, in doing that you're such yeah. an ally to us that was uh, oh my god you guys had the it's best it's an oasis the, if you need to escape and yes. you're not drunk or high it's a little known secret <laughs> folks are usually busy like getting partying way too much or yeah. whatever but it's like it is like it's, it's a sober it's oasis. oasis for people who need the to eye of escape. the storm it felt like a very calm you don't have to be a 12 stepper you just have to not be drunk or high right. and you're yeah. welcome <laughs> everyone's Amazing. welcome just you can't drink or can't party drink or, in there okay. but um uh you can have a good time and yeah. people did and the best part is you guys secured like a grassy like a knoll uh, they, they took trees. the grass out but oh, the damn. trees are still there and there are like benches and tables a little bit and those you can swinging bring your own cloggy chair. things are there too the, I think so. That that yeah. um stru- what is that like that art structure? Yeah. Yeah. So that's oh, weird. It's right behind I mean? yes, the theater, yes. right at the uh, where the Muni st- is that Muni or yeah Muni comes yeah. up. Yeah, but the, it, that escalator never works though, and it's like yeah. a hub for drug. We're people. in that <laughs> spot. Right. It's a good. Right. It's true. It tends to break down during Pride, but we can it, understand that. Girl, it's, it's been broken down. Last year, it was down for like four months, and they had the tent over, like the they yeah. put the the roof over it, pretending for, to work. And now on it's it. been out for two and a half months, so it it makes no sense. Didn't they <laughs> actually close it off? Yes. Is that the yes, one on ma'am, the corner at, at like Gro- the Grove corner? Yeah. 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 And now after all that time closed, and money, it's fully closed. Yeah. Off. Fully closed. <gasps> they built a, a wooden roof over, like they closed it off with a lock. And everything and now it doesn't work again so i don't get it it's like the only escalate in the city that just won't work you know yeah so i feel like there's a backstory there i just you know maybe that should be a documentary <laughs> well maybe our new mayor will fix it <laughs> maybe that's another show oh speaking of which uh uh-huh. um historical either way it, it turns out true, true. um london, i think it's london official is it official now? i think it's officially london breed how much did she win by it did you do you remember the number only a little no i didn't see the numbers but i saw people celebrating and also people being sad we were pretty excited for mark um Mark Leno, yeah. but yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like it's a it's official or it's unofficially official. All right, well, yeah. we'll... I think he conceded. 
Okay, well, either way, it's going to be an exciting year. I can't wait. I hope Ooh. both of them had good platforms. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. What did you think, funny? Oh, are, are you political? Get, we're gonna. We're gonna. I am political. <laughs> you are. I mean, give us a yeah. slice, girl. <laughs> Gosh, my slice was this. I mean, when I saw who was running right away, because I'm always sort of, you know, I, I'm, I'm. I'm often always just like Team Juanita, you know, whatever. And mm-hmm. she really has good guidelines. And she got in touch with, with me and said, oh, you know, can I, can you help me um, campaign for Leno? And yeah, I said, sure, great. And then I looked at everyone else and was like, oh, my God, what are you doing to me? Like, Jane Kim is running against Leno and then London Breed. Like, we're choosing between all of these historic, you know, kind yeah, of amazing. Totally. You know, and I don't know the whole story of London breed. Um, I hope she does a great job. I mean, you know, I, I feel like where we are economically in the city, we really, I really was looking forward to someone who can take to heart the economic disparity. Yeah. And I hope that I she I know can. it's like and the I haves hope, and the have nots yeah, in the city. I, just, I hope she can and, and will. I see it. It's just, it's, um, it's really a bummer. Uh, and I, I live in the mission and it's, you know, sort of ground zero for a yeah. lot of the yeah. the change. And um, and we walk by all of us walk by all of it every day. The extreme poverty and mental illness that we see around us. And I just it's you know, like I both want someone to be able to really wheel it in or in deal with that. I agree. Yeah, I don't think it'll be it's a quick fix. I no. don't think so. So. It's not. So we have to be patient. That's so funny because you're bringing up those uh, this two narratives that every it seems to be a common like narrative that everyone first thing that everyone is thinking of poverty and mental illness poverty mm-hmm. and mental illness mm-hmm. it must be just you know gotten to that boiling point where well that's what we see yeah, all day long yeah. people screaming yeah. at nothing in the middle of the street with I, their pants from I their live ankles. at Gary and Hyde so as soon as, right. as soon as yeah. I walk out the door I actually have this mental game where how many seconds before Something I'm happens. confronted or, uh, you know, by craziness and so, right. yeah. And people shouldn't have to live the way those people are living. No. And how, and do they want help and how, how can we get to them without right. forcing them to do what we think is right, right for them? There's like this yeah. whole, you know, there's this, this whole, whole thing twist. where people don't want to right. be bothered or. Uh, right. I talked they, to someone yeah. yesterday who chooses homelessness because he just wants to read and he, um, he's very clean and he's got an engineering degree and he just wants to read and he has been able to make it work mm. and he's perfectly peaceful and happy and it's just a simple life. And when I thought about taking leave to be with my dad, I was like, oh my gosh, okay, so I have to give notice on my $300 a month parking space just your parking yeah space, my you know. 320 dollars a month dog walking mm-hmm. for three days a week it makes her happy you know like it's like okay i have to cut back a lot and then if i have to cut back more we did we also um cut cable you know we went, we're right. on the internet cable right. now for oh you beans. are speaking yeah. of bean? oh i want to do that comcast right. oh, i miss comcast it was really easy <laughs> But it's speaking of, more a month. of budgeting, I mean, there there have been studies that show that if you just get people housing, if if you just pay, if the government could just pay for housing without any kind of contingencies around, like, you don't have to stop doing drugs, you don't have to do this, mm-hmm. you don't have to try to look for a job, just get people housing. Yeah, shelter. It, it Just shelter and just buckle down and pay for it, pay the rent on it. It's less than throwing people in jail. It's less than all of the social programs. Really? Yeah, just housing people. But we won't do that because, I mean, I feel like because we 
you know, our country was built on, you know, by Puritans and capitalists. Yeah. Like, are like, you're, you know, you're bad and you should pay your way. Yeah. Right. So So we need a revolutionary change of of philosophy. Crossing my fingers that London Breed will do a good job. I I mean, I'm excited about her on paper, right? my, My hopes are high. Yeah. She was my second choice. I gotta go. I do too. I have a beaver meeting at eight. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Thanks for letting me stay late and just gab with you. Thank you so much. It's so fun. Thanks, Tweeka. Thank you, Tweeka. Thank you, Phony. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride. All right. Ciao, ciao from Beaver Talk. Okay, Beavers, I'm going to dedicate this song to you. Okay. Shuffling, shuffling down, scrambling, scrambling, heading for town, hustling, bustling, buzzing around, happily awaiting at the station. Look at that train number 709, it's a hopping and puffing and coming on time. Who do you think's about to ride? The band they call the Dixieland Five. Da 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 They're gonna play that muskrat ramble tune. Join in the big parade All together now One and two Join that happy throng Feel the beat of that rambling Scrambling muskrat song Come on and ramble along All right, the muskrat ramble right there going out for Beaver Talk. They were fabulous. They'll be back every second uh, Wednesday of the month, so stay tuned for that. Well, we're going to go uh, turn uh, turn it in for the day. Um, I want to thank my co-host, Ming Monroe. She had to leave early. Thank you so much, Ming, for being a part of House Pride Radio. And Brett, thank you so much, our artist in residency here, House Pride Radio, for stopping by. Um, we're going to leave you with our third uh, Pride song, uh, You Make Me Feel Mighty Reels, a remix by um, uh, Tweak Turner, but the project is dropping in a week. It's Amori's new EP, Mighty Real, featuring Jeannie Tracy on background vocals. It's the real deal, Mighty Real, Amori.
kitchen counter offer burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open in the afternoon, not really in the evening, but a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. Oh, yeah. It goes down. Come smoke with your boy. Grinder. Spark is San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Yo. All right. Can you can you help me out again? You've helped me so much. Pretty lady in the back. Could we, could we cut the music? Grocery, a worker owned can we cut the music? Food cooperative located Is that possible? 45 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say. Oh, man. All right, let's get this motherfucker started. We're going to start with some crowd work. This would be a better show if. Shout it out. The host was here. Drink here. Make some noise for Serene! Do the people on air even know this is a mic? What the fuck? This is a tight operation. I was at least expecting 30 seconds of crowd work. Some kind of something. You didn't hear any of that, did you? Yeah, fuck that guy. Okay, anyways, uh, I'm just kidding. He's cool. Um, cool. All right, let's talk about it. So, uh, I'm broke. I don't know. Are you guys broke? Because, uh, okay, we get it. You do a successful job in the daytime, 9 to 5, went to Cal Berkeley, and you're buff. Okay, I need to work out. Okay, uh, <laughs> fucking, yeah, no, I'm broke. And I mean broke, okay, not poor. There's a big difference. Because broke is when the napkins at McDonald's are thicker than your toilet paper. Okay, and then, and poor is when the napkins at McDonald's are your toilet paper. And you shit in the to-go bag. Okay, big difference. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'm broke. And I, I found out recently that 99 cent tacos from Jack in the Box have no nutritional value. They just hold space in your stomach long enough for you to go job hunting. <laughs> Cardboard with sriracha works just as good. Um, and I live in a very illegal housing situation at the moment in an attic. Uh, the family downstairs hasn't noticed yet, so it's chill. Uh, <laughs> and I, I just like, um, I live with like a. a Ted. 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 How high? Ted. Ted. You say we were supposed to suppose. How high? Ted. You say we were supposed to count to. Sorry, look at that and say, you better count to one. Mm. I am alive, I am alive 